Welcome to the Cosmic Co Show. This is your modern guide to the universe. I am your host, Betty, and together we are going to learn how to live our best lives through astrology, human design, quantum physics, manifestation, working with higher dimensional beings and extraterrestrials, and so much more. On this podcast, we speak to guests from all of these different verticals to understand what their journeys have been like. And together, we are going to learn really how to take elements of all of these areas so that we can come back to ourselves, find self-love and create a better connection to the divine source. That is the aim here. And we're going to have fun while we do it. We're going to wear glitter, although you don't have to. I'm definitely going to. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Hello, my cosmic lovers. Welcome back to the Universe of Betty podcast. This is some episode that's some number in this series. (laughs) Not even that far in and I've lost the ability to count. And I am going to start doing podcasts on different cosmic transits. And in particular today, I wanted to focus on the full moon in Aquarius and what that means. And then, because I'm also a psychic and channeler, I'm going to channel a collecting message with what the full moon means for you guys and how to harness it. And also, you know, just generally talk about Aquarius and what that energy feels like, what it means. So you will have Aquarius in your chart as one of the 12 signs. And you will have certain planets within Aquarius, which then stands for different areas of your life. So for me, I've actually got Aquarius in two of my big three. We call the big three, you know, your sun sign, your moon sign and your rising sign. It's really important to know what they are because if you're like me, I'm a Libra sun. And I was like, I just never really identify with the Libra situation. It's not really my jam. And A, I didn't really know that you start identifying with your sun sign the older you get, like after 30s, in your 30s, 40s, maybe you're like, start being like, oh, I can see it now. I can understand it. I can feel it. And I certainly felt like that with Libra. And I also like didn't know that my moon and rising sign were A, a thing, and B, in any kind of sign. So like your moon sign is who you are emotionally. It's like the the real you, the secret you, the you that you never thought other people would know about. You know, like it's who you are maybe when you're alone or like maybe you share that self with your bestie. So it's like your emotional self. So mine's in Aquarius and my rising sign is in Aquarius. So like, bitch, I have a lot of fucking Aquarius. And your rising signs, like how the world perceives you, how you present to the world, like almost like your character. Um, But I present to the world exactly how I am emotionally. And people have said that to me, like with me, what you see is what you get, which is a fucking lot of weirdness. It is a lot of weirdness, a lot of eccentricity, which is fun for me. It means I don't really see the world in the way that a lot of people see the world. And, you know, at times that's made me lonely. It's not made me really connect with people and then 
I was like, fuck, I'm just going to let all the weirdness out. All of it out. And even now, I don't <laughs> I don't think I put it all entirely out there. But it's starting to, like, move more into it, you know. We're even in the motherfucking age of Aquarius now. I'm also going to delve into that. So want to chat about what Aquarius means, the traits of it, how you can embody more of this for the next 30 days, what the full moon means. I think it's going to be a fun little episode. It's the first time I've done something like this. Um, so yeah, please like share this with people who you think could benefit. I like to make this whole, you know, astrology, like very easy for people to understand. So I hope that I'm doing that. I'm actually doing like mini courses and workshops in my membership, the Cosmic Collective. So if you want to join us there, honey, then we're also going to be doing like virtual full moon circles and new moon circles. So you could actually meet other people and hang out with me in real time. And I'd love to have you join us there. So that's my little plug about my membership. And yeah, so shall we get into it? So let's just get into a little bit about what the full moon is. So the full moon, as you know, happens once a month. I mean, I hope you know that. I'd be pretty fucking worried if you didn't know about that full moon. It's pretty big in the sky, isn't it? The phase happens approximately every 29.5 days, if you want to be precise. And it symbolizes completion. It's like a culmination and certainly a peak of energy. You know, like when people are always like, oh, I feel a bit crazy. And you're like, oh, bitch, it's the full moon. That's why it really has an effect on us humans because the moon causes waves and tides and it has an impact on the ocean and bitch you are 70% water or something like that and so naturally it's going to have an effect on you too and the moon is amazing for manifesting, setting intentions and really focusing on what you want, what you want to let go of, what you want to manifest and really connecting with the moon's energy. And then as it moves through different signs, each month is in like the astro- astrological signs. That means that there's like different elements to that energy that then you can work with in the next 30 days, the next month. So some of the full moon rituals that you can do will be, you know, setting an intention like what are your intentions for the next 30 days what do you want to release manifest or embrace in your life you might want to cleanse your space with incense uh, anything like that that can really just like cleanse the space around you set your intentions you might want to uh, write down a list of what you want to manifest you might want to do some journaling I'm going to give you some journal prompts for the Aquarius energy um, as we go through this some people like candles, play music. You can do a full moon bath with your crystals. Give those crystals a little bath in with you. So I would lie in the bath and then put the crystals on my body. Um, you can also create some moon water. I did this once or twice. It's absolutely, it tastes amazing. It tastes way better than normal water, let me tell you. And so what I do is I would put like, say, a bottle or something full of water and I would whisper what I wanted to manifest for the next 30 days into the water, like set it, bless it, leave it out overnight and then you drink the water and because of the frequency of the full moon and your manifestations that are held within the vibrations of the water, you 
are then like drinking that energy, bringing it into fruition. It's such a magical way to manifest. And it tastes really good. Like really, it's like drinking out of a goddamn beautiful stream from a mountain. You're like, whoa, wish all water tasted like this. Um, some of the other things that you can do is write down, like I said, what you want to release. You can burn the bitch if you want, um, or bury it. Some people bury it as well. Expressing gratitude for what you do have as well, because it's such a great frequency. So like really working with the universe or any other divine force you believe in, you can close the ritual with gratitude. Um, you may use the full moon as a time of self-care, like really practicing activities that bring you joy and nourishment and really like just creating those beautiful spaces around the moon is really it's about you it's about putting time aside for you in a world that distracts you from yourself and your power all of the time that's what all of this is for in spirituality it's to bring you back to yourself your sense of magic and co-creating with the universe because you are the universe like god created us and itself so that it could experience different facets of life in like different personalities and so it really wants you like it it's all about expansion and joy the universe is always expanding and so must we so must we grow in joy and gratitude so spend some goddamn sexy time with yourself I mean that could mean orgasm magic as well like that's the whole of the podcast but like make it like a ritual make it beautiful because you owe it to yourself if you don't do it for you who's going to do it for you you know let's get on it so those are some of the things that you can do around a full moon um you can also put your crystals out to charge i don't know if i mentioned that but yeah so like those are some of the things that i like doing anyways So let's get into like what the full moon in Aquarius means and how you can bring in this energy to help you manifest in the best way. I feel like Aquarius is such a fucking fun sign and not just because I have it in my moon and rising, okay? Um, Okay, so Aquarians are known for really being original and individual. So what we're looking at here is like how can you look at what makes you individual in terms of like what are the things that you love about yourself and where can you really bring these into play in your life how can you celebrate your true self and bring that forwards in order to help you live your best timeline so looking not just at what they are, but expressing them, really breaking free from societal norms and expectations. Aquarians are definitely all about that. And I think in this age of social media, we can be so scared to be ourselves or we create a sense of self that we want other people to like about us, right? Like we're like, oh, they're not going to like this thing. So I'll I'll put this on because we we put it on as a type of protection, almost like as an idealized version of ourselves. But then the dissonance between where you are and what you're projecting, that's why like depression can come in because you are not expressing your full self. It's not to say that depression is caused by that. I just want to caveat that. But it can certainly make you sad or anxious if you aren't showing your full self. And maybe at some point, someone told you that you weren't good enough and made you feel like that but that person isn't fucking right 
you have to step back into what you love about yourself. Because I tell you what, there's no one that's going to show up for you like you're going to show up for you. You have to teach people how to treat you, but you have to treat yourself like that first. And I really feel like Aquarians get a rep for like being non-emotional, distant and aloof, but they are themselves. Absolutely. And you showing up as yourself is like a proclamation to the world. Like here I am, I'm good enough for me. It's not, I don't really care what you think. It's not dismissing anyone, but it's saying that we're not dismissing ourselves anymore. Do you know what I mean? Another quality that Aquarius is all about is humanitarian values. So Aquarius really gives a fuck about humans, but just can't always be around them because humanity is a lot. So it's looking at how are you serving others? How are you helping others? So while you're still looking after yourself, and that comes first, because you cannot pour from an empty cup, let me tell you, you will burn the fuck out. And that is not what we want for your life. But there's something about helping others, embracing the spirit of community, coming together to help one another that really helps humanity thrive as a whole. And when you can even tell how I'm talking about this, (laughs) that I'm very Aquarius. And the way that that manifests for me is, you know, like with the readings that I do, with the membership, it's all about bringing people together so they don't feel alone on the spiritual journey. It's helping people come back to their personal power, finding their self-worth, healing, so that the more people that heal, the better they feel and the more the world can deal. And, you know, like I just think on a bigger scale, like a collective scale, the more we all can heal, like will that impact how many fights there are? Will that impact, God, even on a bigger level, like wars? If people weren't feeling so shitty, like would they be starting the wars that they are because they're not as driven from ego? When you're serving only self, you only think about self and ego. And I don't think that ego is a bad thing because ego defines definition of individuality like like we talked about when God consciousness started and, you know, split into all the different versions to, from plants to us, etc. We needed a sense of self, but the, the biggest con that we have is thinking that that's all there is, but actually it's all, we're all one soul, we're all that original thought, that original God soul. And so by serving others, you are still serving yourself because you are them and they are you. You know, like they say, we are made of the same stuff as the stars. Well, we're all made of the same stuff. So, you know, from small acts of kindness, from getting somebody's coffee and surprising them behind you to helping somebody to move house or like making part of your work about helping other people. It just, this like symphony of goodwill it literally sends ripples into the universe and it helps your frequency and vibration and which which in turn then helps you manifest easier. So like, I'm not saying you need to go out and volunteer every weekend. If you want to, amazing. But look at the areas of your life that you are helping people and like maybe you could help people more than you are. Like you said, doesn't have to be like big, huge, benevolent acts, but how can you today go and help someone else? And that feeling of helping, like it's just such a high frequency as well. So you're still getting something out of it. And that is real Aquarius energy. And I don't think enough people know about that, you know?
The third element of Aquarius is all about innovation and intellect. You may feel a surge of mental energy during this full moon phase and beyond. Aquarians love intellectual stimulation and not just like, you know, like playing chess and having a big, high, important ideas. I mean, obviously those things as well, but really going deep into learning, expanding your intellectual horizons. Where are you curious? Like, I always think like, look at where you're curious in terms of, are there subjects that you're like, oh, I'd love to learn some more about Russian history and fairy tales or Maybe you'd be like, would love to learn more about the solar system and the different moons and their implications for planets in our solar system. Some, some random topics that just came to me. You can learn about these things in so many ways. Like there are books or maybe you could look for workshops, taking up new courses online, you know, things to get you away from the everyday, something where you can meet new people that are interested in the same things. You could go to a book club as well if you wanted to still read. Um, You could start your own like on meetup.com. It's really when we start again expanding, like I talked to you about, like like as the full moon has expanded to be full and glowing, as the universe expands, so will you with new knowledge. Aquarians, get off on that shit. You can literally like let your mind roam on anything that you've wanted to. You might want to take a course on astrology or, you know, maybe, I don't know, creating beautiful gardens. Like, have you ever gardened and you've always wanted to get into it? Maybe you would want to learn about foraging. Maybe you want to take up martial arts. That is still intellectual because the body and the mind are connected. Use this time to look at where you'd really like to develop your skills or expand your knowledge base and really nurture that intellectual curiosity. You know, just because we finished school or whatever, it doesn't mean that we need to stop learning. And I know that we can all learn through TikTok and things like that, but where else can you really keep expanding your brain? And you'll be surprised by like the people that you meet because when you follow your curiosity like that and actually like book the course or, you know, go on udemy.com, like udmy.com, the courses are so cheap. Go and learn something like that or go to like a bunch of workshops in your area on pottery. You might meet the people that could end up being your future best friends, housemates, romantic partners, who the fuck knows. But one thing I do know, following that intuition really then leads you to your best timeline because that is your higher self guiding you and again really speaks to itself for manifestation and bringing you to your highest timeline. So really think that you should go on a quest to look at ways that you can expand yourself and bring your understanding to new heights. Love that for you and your brain. The fourth thing is that Aquarius are very forward thinking. So this can help inspire you to embrace change and look at progress. Around this time, you might feel like a powerful urge to shed old skin and let go of beliefs or habits that aren't working with you anymore. So when you're looking at like areas of your life during this time, you can look at what isn't making me happy, 
what old patterns keep showing up that I haven't worked on or healed because the patterns are showing you what you need to heal so that you can move into your best timeline versus looking at it like lessons. I call it like wisdom. What wisdom can I get from this? Your patterns are showing you the wisdom that you can get. Doesn't mean necessarily that patterns can just like be, you know, switched off straight away. Maybe you need help switching off those patterns. You can go to coaching or hypnotherapy or something like kinesiology to help remove some of those energy and old stagnant energy out of your body. This then helps you break free of limiting decisions from the past and things that aren't helping you step into your future boldly where there's so many possibilities. But sometimes we find it easier to stay stuck in the past because unfortunately, even though, you know, it doesn't make us that happy, that happiness in our brain is actually easier than stepping into something that could be amazing because it's unknown. Um, You know, we have a fear around it. And fear is like false evidence appearing real. We're saying that, you know, even if you're psychic, you don't necessarily know every timeline. You're saying, I am so scared of what's going to happen that I would rather stay stuck in the stagnant energy, but then you get frustrated. And eventually you'll become so frustrated that, you know, you'll need to make the change. But I don't think that we need to have breakdowns or have big things happen in our lives in order to initiate change. So when you're looking at this from an Aquarius angle, you literally look at like people that are holding you back, things that have sabotaged you. This is a time of transformation and you have the chance to evolve and grow into the best version of yourself. That doesn't mean that it needs to happen overnight either. You can do it step by step. You just have to be consciously aware of the areas that are holding you back because a lot of us are running our lives so unconsciously. We think that like life is a thing that's like happening to us, but we're creating it. We're creating it. It's happening for us. You are the cosmic creator of your own life. Your thoughts create your beliefs, which then create your habits, which then create like your actions and it becomes your whole life. So embracing change doesn't mean that you're getting rid of your past entirely. It's just about learning from it, from it and like moving forward with this newfound wisdom, getting help if you need to, doing it in baby steps, like do the next right thing and the next right thing and know that your heart is really open to a timeline that maybe you hadn't even considered because you've been so stuck in where you are. And I really think that you can do that with fun. You can do it with other people if you want, like maybe you and your best friend can set each other a challenge on how to, you know, get through it together. And like I said, use this full moon to get on the depths of that. So that will really bring in a time of transformation. Aquarius really is about bringing in new ways of being and thinking for society. So it's no wonder that big things tend to happen in the age of Aquarius because of this energy and way of thinking. The fifth thing to know about Aquarians and what you can bring into your next 30 days and beyond is that Aquarians are very, very sociable. Again, people tend to think that Aquarians are very cut off, don't have emotions and like to stand off from people. But honestly, most of the time they are the center of attention at parties and it's because they're free spirited and they've got amazing communication skills. So they're really good at meeting new people and really flexing their social skills generally. Not something, like I said, that everyone knows. So 
look at the friendships that are enriching your life. I think you should make a list of the top five people that you want to spend time with in the next 30 days and get some time in with them. Reach out to those friends. Maybe there's old friends that you haven't seen in such a long time that bring like a warmth and joy and hold space for you. It's a great time to get everyone together in a group activity or maybe because maybe those friends haven't met each other. Maybe they should. But also really tapping into and connecting with individuals who share your passions and values. Maybe, like I said, you can set challenges with each other to, you know, work on your biggest dreams together, keeping each other accountable. Or maybe you just want to go shopping or for a bottomless brunch, any of those things. Or maybe you want to take up new hobbies and things that, like I said, stimulate your intellect. Maybe you can do that together. Sometimes when we do things with other people, it makes us more willing to try new things. So really doing it with other people will bring that joy, fun and expansion into your life. Um, But it is also looking at the harmony between independence and codependence. It's a delicate dance when you're working between the two. So during the full moon, take a moment to reflect on striking a balance between pursuing your personal ambitions and contributing to the greater good of humanity. You know, we talked about filling yourself up, but then how can you go out there and serve others, help other people and making sure that, you know, your impact on others and how your actions can influence the well-being of those around you. Um, and just reassessing what that looks like. It's also embracing the team, sorry, embracing the spirit of teamwork could be in your personal relationships, workplace or community. Like how well are you getting on with people? What could you do to be setting more boundaries? Or how could you be better in working with people in teamwork? But at the same time, how are you working on your individual growth? So that both go hand in hand. There's a lot of empowerment knowing that your actions, no matter how small, really can contribute to the wider collective, but having those same steps for you first. So go out there, have fun, be there with friends. Maybe you work on helping the collective together, volunteering together. Maybe you want to start a charity. I don't know. But looking at how your personal ambitions contribute to the greater good of the community, but don't burn the F out in doing it. That is the key takeaway here. Okay, so now we've discussed some of the areas of Aquarius and what you can bring into your own month and make your own best life happen. Let's look at some journal prompts. So the first one is, How can I embrace my unique qualities and express my authentic self more fully in my daily life? The second, what beliefs or habits am I ready to release that no longer serve my personal growth and evolution? Number three, in what ways can I contribute positively to my community or support others that resonate with my heart? Number four, How can I seek intellectual stimulation and expand my knowledge in areas that interest me? Number five, what are some new ideas or perspectives I am open to exploring during this full moon phase? Number six, what activities or group engagements can I take part in to strengthen my friendships and social connections? Number seven, 
How do I feel about change and what steps can I take to embrace positive transformations in my life? And then finally, take a moment to visualize your ideal self and the type of relationships and connections you want to cultivate in your life. How can you move forwards with steps in the next 30 days to move forwards towards that vision? Remember, visions are built in little tiny steps. Houses aren't built all at once. It's one brick by one brick. So those are some of the journaling questions. I hope they help you. And next we are going on to my collective channel message. Let's go. Okay, so for the next 30 days, this is amazing. There's going to be abundance and prosperity in your life. It's a time where if you follow some of the steps that I've shown you, and not only if you do that, but if you follow guidance from your intuition, it's going to be a time of abundance and prosperity. That doesn't mean that a million dollars is going to land in your bank account. But what it does mean is that you may be seeing the path to taking you to abundance or the things that you've been working on so far are going to start to unfold but you need to get rid of the self-doubt the self-doubt will convince you that it's scary to have the abundance that you've been seeking but money's just an energy and it wants to take care of you and it's responding to you anyway so you need to work on your self-worth like keep following the healing keep following the people that light you up and avoid the situations where you're just not at your best where you feel like things aren't lighting you up and make sure you're acting in accordance with people that show you unconditional love and follow those you know those curious thoughts like what if I did this oh I want to go on a walk in this park do that unconditionally follow that intuition And you will find the path, the grains, the crumbs to leading you to abundance. Abundance doesn't always mean material possessions. It can also extend to your emotional and spiritual worlds. So there might be an outpouring of inner well-being and growth. You might come across so much love, like feeling joy and contentment and abundance in deeper connections. And isn't that what we were talking about with the Aquarius energy, like really feeling into those friendships that are working for you. And just a side note, that's kind of a main note. If you're surrounded with joy, that is such a frequency for abundance for finance anyways. So this is perfect. So when your soul's desires are in sync with the universe's intentions, that is you tapping into higher wisdom, bitch. And that's when you get the profound insights to lead you to abundance. Are you getting it? Are you feeling me? Additionally, you might be longing for nurturing. You may feel that you haven't felt nurtured in a long time and you're looking around others to do that for you, almost like a motherly nurturance and support. Maybe you've been giving too much support to other people. So now it's really time to show yourself that same support. How can you nurture yourself and show yourself what you want other people to show you in order to feel that love and nurturing. Doing that then will help you really have like a fertile period. And I don't necessarily mean like in terms of like birth fertility, although that may come into your life as well. But your creativity 
needs to feel ripe for potential and possibilities. Again, amazing that this is coming through with like the Aquarius vibes. But if you don't nurture yourself first, then that's all going to feel too hard. Because like I said, if you're not looking after yourself, how are you going to like do anything else externally? So there's a lot of ideas that are coming. Um, You don't need to go after them all. But it, there'll be a lot of it that's around like self-expression. So help. So you, what you could do is like write a list of all of those ideas and do the ones, list them in order of like what is the most exciting and also what's the easiest and like kind of put them in an order based on that. Obviously, if like one is lighting you the fuck up, like way above the others, go after that. But is that bringing in that nurturing energy once again working on those ideas will lead you to the abundance I told you about um working on those projects could be again linked to that sort of intellectual stimulation and it'll it will require like you know some dedication from you your efforts will bear fruit if you can nourish yourself and therefore nourish them, because without you, there isn't them. They, they need you. The, I believe ideas are consciousness and they choose you to help you bring them forwards. So really like embracing your creative potential by learning that just when you rest as well is just as good as when you're doing things. We've been taught by fucking society that you need to be doing, doing, doing. It's a capitalist bullshit notion. You can rest and still manifest. You can rest and still have things happen around you energetically. You do not need to be doing all of the time. And that's what I mean around like around nurturing. What can you do when you're resting to help you feel more nourished? Really looking at that is again linked to that abundance. So make it as simple as you can so that you can live as peacefully as you can. Connect to nature. You may be feeling like you haven't been connected to nature, like maybe you've been on your screen too many times. So if there's dogs that you can go and walk, go and do that. Take yourself on a walk. I do things called um, God walks where I'll go out and talk to God and I'll just go and literally chatter away and see what channeled messages I get back. I might sit next to a tree and talk to a tree and really ground myself or I might listen to a podcast and just learn and expand. Again, that is Aquarius energy. So I really hope that you liked my little channeled reading. By the way, if you ever want your own personal one, I do offer psychic readings, which is on the link in my bio. I would love to help you. I offer like I said actionable points like this to help you coach be coached through I'm not just going to do a reading and leave you like what the hell am I supposed to do with this kind of vibes no I'm here to help you with it give you ideas and options to really bring a grounded route to that reading so there we have it folks that is this week's podcast so Go out and live your best full moon energy, babes. And please like and subscribe. I would love to have you on there. And I would absolutely be so grateful if you could review this podcast. It really helps other people find it. It really helps us help more people. And, you know, we're such a new podcast, but I really hope that you've been enjoying it. Some of you have been giving me such beautiful feedback on Instagram and TikTok. And I'm just really grateful that you're listening to this. So if you're listening to this in the future, I hope this helped. And I will see you next week, my cosmic cuties. TTFN.
Thank you so much for hanging out with me again. That was just a magical episode. I loved having you with me. I really appreciate you listening when you could be doing anything else. If you like this episode, um, I would love to help other people find it. So please like and subscribe. If you want to be my best friend, you can also share this on your socials or just tell people about it. Um, Very grateful for all of you. So thank you very much and I will see you next week.